Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Purpose Filter. For today's show, it's actually a repeat episode, but but, but before you turn away, let's remember that there are over 104 or 5 counting episodes of this podcast, and this is from the archives, literally December of 2021. So, Unless you are an OG, which if you are, thank you so much for being here and listening. You may not remember this episode. I recorded this episode and I didn't really remember much of it. This episode is about how to end your year on a high note, how to really synthesize everything that has happened in the span of a year, 365 days, 52 weeks. And this is a practice that I have been doing with my husband for the last six years running. And I just went back and looked at all of the lists just to see how my years went and how I've progressed and changed and grown and healed during these six years. And it is phenomenal to watch that and to read it back to me in real time and to see it and remind myself of it. And that is what I want for you as well. So as you're listening to this episode, I hope that you'll focus not only just on your accomplishments, your highs, but also your lows, but also not just tangible things, but things like how perhaps your emotional maturity has changed or how you are more flexible and resilient and how maybe things that used to trigger you maybe don't trigger you as much anymore. Delve a little bit into how you've changed from that standpoint as well and not just your goals and your accomplishments and things like that. So with that said, I truly, truly hope that you will give this exercise a go. Set aside 15, 20 minutes longer if you need to, to actually write down what has happened in your life over the course of a year. And please tag me on Instagram at PurposeFilter, send me a DM, whatever it is, to let me know how you fared with this exercise because, gosh, it is just transformative. And I hope that you'll be able to experience it for yourself. All right, take a listen. If you're like me and thinking, holy crap, how is it the end of the year already? Then this episode is for you. Grab a pen and paper, pay attention as I walk you through an exercise that will completely change how you evaluate this past year and set you up for the best 2022 ever. Stay tuned. If there's anything I've learned from my time caring for the seriously ill, it's to appreciate the extraordinary gift of this thing we call life. Hi, I'm Dr. Kathy Zhang, palliative care physician, author, and speaker. And my goal is to bring the clarity, purpose, and meaning often found at the end of life to help you live your best and most fulfilling existence now. I truly believe everyone on this planet has a purpose, and it's my mission to help you filter out the noise and discover yours. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Purpose Filter Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is the end of the year. You guys, we've made it. Can you believe it? It's it's just freaking wild, isn't it? My birthday's at the beginning of December. And so once Thanksgiving hits, 
it just seems like a huge blur to the end of the year. I don't know if it's the same for you guys. I suspect that it is, you know, it's kind of like this mad dash to the end where you're getting Christmas gifts or Hanukkah presents. And, oh, maybe there's a holiday card that you're going to do and thinking about holiday parties. Although that was kind of probably not happening as frequently given COVID and that sort of thing, but school pageants and plays and decorating the house and cooking and baking cookies or whatever it is. Or, you know, maybe you despise this time of year because you have negative associations with the holidays or they bring up painful memories for you. And that's perfectly okay too. But if you're anything like me, invariably as the days creep past, as the numbers on the calendar keep getting higher and higher, we all end up at the same place. We get to New Year's Eve, December 31st, facing a brand new year. And what do we all think? We're like, I cannot believe this year is over. Or maybe you're like, thank God this year is over. I've had it with 2021. Fuck this, right? But here's the thing. As soon as we think, I can't believe this year is over, or how did we get to the end of the year, we all go, man, what did I do all year? Seriously, what have I really done all year? And then our brains, our natural human brains doing what they do best, automatically focus us on the negative, the things that we didn't do. Oh, I didn't lose the weight I said I was going to lose. I didn't learn the language that I said I was going to learn because I was so excited about it at the beginning of the year. I didn't start on that passion project because I was too scared or I didn't have the capital or whatever it is. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. There's so many things that our brains just make us think that because we didn't do these things, well, you know, it wasn't a good year or we didn't do anything productive. And that's normal. Okay. Let's just put that out there. That's just what we do as human beings. But no matter how thinly you slice it, there's always two sides to everything. And what I like to say in palliative care is that language matters. Okay. What we say to patients, the way that we communicate with them, verbally and with nonverbal cues, that all matters. And it matters what we say to ourselves as well. If your automatic thought is, I've done nothing notable this year, what kind of effect does that have on you as a person? What kind of effect does it have on your self-confidence, on your determination, on your drive? How does that make you feel? It's probably unconscious to you at this point. You know, you may kind of just accept that, you know, I didn't really do much this year because nothing really comes to mind when I just briefly think about it. And so whatever. Yeah, it was just another year. We're here. I made it. I went to work. I came home. Maybe I cooked. Maybe I cleaned. Maybe I worked out and I went to bed and that was it. That was my entire year. I'm here to tell you that that is not true in any way, shape, or form. It's just not true at all, okay? There is a huge, huge difference between, and, you know, it's just another year, we made it, and that's fine, and holy shit, 
look what I've accomplished this year. They are worlds apart. There's a huge difference between thinking, oh my God, this year was terrible. So many bad things happened. It was just a shit year. Or, wow, I've had a lot of challenges this year, but you know what? Look at what I've overcome. I've made it to the end of the year. Intact, bloody, bruised, whatever. I'm here. Those are totally radically different perspectives and mindset shifts. And that is exactly what we're going to do throughout this episode. So what we're going to do is an exercise to really help you regain perspective on everything that's happened, all you've done and overcome in the past year. My husband and I started doing this about three years ago. And honestly, it's one of the best things of my entire year. I'm really not joking about this. I look forward to this every year since we started doing it. And what you got to do is grab a pen and paper. And that's important. I want you to physically, manually write this down, not just type it. Okay. If you're, let's say, driving right now, listening to this, when you're parked at a stoplight or you're parked in traffic, you know, don't do this while you're driving. Pull up the voice memo on your phone and start dictating. And then once you have that, you've dictated it, go home and transcribe it, write it down because writing it down engages more mental energy, engages more areas of your brain than typing does. It tells your body, hey, I am being intentional here with this exercise, with this practice. So what you're going to do, you have your pen and paper, set 15, probably 20 minutes on the clock, set a timer. This is a time limited exercise. Eliminate any and all distractions. And I want you to write down everything that's happened to you this past year in no particular order. And you just start writing, whether it's good, whether it's bad, even if you can't think of anything, if something comes to mind, you write it down, fill up that paper. If it helps you to go chronologically, start from January and just think of all the things that happened each month, do it that way. If you want to do it by most important, the biggest things that ever happened to you this year and start with that and then go down by descending order of priority or importance or whatever it is, do that too. It doesn't matter. Even if you think it's tiny and it doesn't matter and it's inconsequential, if it comes to your mind, I want you to write it down. Okay. So take 15, 20 minutes, pause this. We're at about maybe eight minutes or more or less at the clock here. So pause and go do this and then come back to me. Okay. Welcome back. Did you do it? Did you write down your list? You have your list in front of you. If you didn't, I want you to pause this again and actually do it this time. And I know, I know, I know. I hate it when people on video or audio tapes are just like, did you do it? Did you do it? No, no, no. They actually want you to participate in this exercise because it proves a point and my point will come. Okay. So when you look at your list, I want you to read it over. How many do you have? Five, 10, 15? 
If so, I want you to add more. I guarantee you there have been more than 10 or 15 things that have happened to you in 365 days, in 52 weeks. Guaranteed. I don't know who you are. It doesn't matter. More than 15 things have happened to you. Good, bad, medium, whatever. Okay. So do these exercises because it'll be important once we start a new series of episodes in January, they're going to build on each other and it's going to build on this list that you have in front of you. And, you know, be honest with yourself. There might be some weird things on there. I also want you to take a look at your list and see what you're most proud of. Circle, star the items that you're like, man, that really made my year. And I'll tell you, I have my list in front of me. Last year in 2020, no joke, one of the things that made my top five moments of the year was that I baked a really great cake (laughs) that I was proud of. I wrote it down, okay? It's a vanilla sponge cake with pineapple chunks in a Swiss meringue buttercream, ombre decoration kind of on the sides with sprinkled skirt and piped buttercream peony flowers. I swear to God. (laughs) And I wrote that all down. And that was one of my top five moments of 2020. I have like 30 things in 2020. And the beauty about this exercise is that the more that you do it, the more you will find to put on your list. In 2019, I had maybe about 15 things on there and that was pre-pandemic. Everything was otherwise normal, right? In 2020, I had just about 30 items on my list. And when I do mine this year, I imagine I'm going to have a lot more as well. So why did I have you do this exercise? When I have my patients at the end of life, when they realize that they're dying, many of them will start to get so sad, so despondent, and just start spiraling down this hole of like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm about to die. I never did this. I never did that. I never was able to pursue my dreams or do the things that I really wanted to do or whatever it is that they felt was missing in their life. And then once you actually sit down and talk with them and really spend some time with them, you ask them about their lives and they tell you all these wonderful stories about how they used to, you know, jump on the backs of cows on their father's farm. And that's how they, you know, ended up loving the countryside and it brings them so much peace and joy. Or how they met their spouse because they were on the same bus route and they would take the bus together and sometimes even miss their stops so that they could spend more time with each other. Or, you know, they were the fourth of eight children and the house was always filled with laughter and, you know, screaming and shouting because when you have eight siblings, people just start fighting with each other. But that was family that brought them joy. And as they talk, there's a point in every one of these patients and it's not instantaneous. It's not, you know, like that. It's a process. Sometimes it happens over days. Sometimes it happens over many visits and talks. But you always see when it happens, there's this kind of wonderful sense of peace that washes over them. 
And you know it when you see it because they realize how much has actually happened in their lives and how much they can be grateful for. Things that they never took stock of when they weren't facing death's door. And that is exactly the type of peace and clarity and meaning that I want for you. That I want for you each New Year's Eve, but also every single day. We all know people who seem to have it all, right? That they cannot be happy no matter what happens. They are loaded millions of dollars. They have a great family. They've got a career and they're doing good things for the world, whatever, whatever, but they're miserable inside. And we all know people who don't have two nickels to rub together, who have really, really challenging lives, unsteady living conditions, psychosocial issues that, you know, would scare most people and just would drive them up the wall in fear. And they're just like, you know what? If my feet are above ground, then it's a good day, no matter what happens. That mindset, that way of looking at your life is completely different than the person who's just like, I'm miserable, nothing makes me happy, yada, yada, yada. So I want you to look at this list and to create this list because it allows you to really take stock of your life as it's happening to you right now. Not for you to get to 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the line when you're sitting with me at the end of your life and we're holding, you know, I'm holding your hand and we're trying to figure out, you know, what the last six months, six weeks, six hours of your life is going to look like. No, 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 no. That is not the goal here. The goal is to take everything that's happening at the end of life and shift it forward decades earlier so that we can have that clarity, that peace and be like, fuck, I've done a lot this year. It didn't seem like it. But once I sat down and looked at it and really wrote down these things, yeah, it's, I've done a lot this year and you can pat yourselves on the back. And then I want you to seriously look at your list and look at what you've accomplished, what you've overcome this past year. Do you realize how incredible and strong and capable you are? I have no idea what's on your list, but I know that if you truly put in the work to do this exercise, you will see things that will kind of blow you away. As if someone had actually taken your sheet and handed it to you and been like, hey, what do you think of someone who did all this or who overcame all this in a year? You'd be like, yeah, that person, person's done a lot. You know, we don't give ourselves that credit. So keep these lists in a safe place. Do them year after year. Look back at them. I look back at 2018, 2019, 2020, and I'm like, holy shit, I don't even remember that, but I wrote it down. So clearly it did happen to me. And I do remember it once I look at it. Remind yourself how far you've come. Remind yourself of your potential and what you can do in an entire year. And if you want, you don't have to wait till the end of the year to do this. You can do this 
twice a year. You can do this quarterly and remind yourself of what you can do. Bring that energy with you to January, okay? And let's truly crush, truly live in 2022. We don't know what's going to happen, but we know that whatever it is, we're going to find a way to make it through. So that when we're at the end of 2022 and I'm doing this episode again, you can be like, holy shit, what a year, you know? So have a wonderful end to your year. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. I hope you treat yourself. Rest up. I will see you on the other side. Until then, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. That was our show for today. Thank you so much for allowing us to spend some time together. If you like what you heard and you haven't already, please share with a friend, subscribe, rate, and write a review. You can follow us on Instagram at PurposeFilter and on our website, PurposeFilter.com. Join me next time for another episode. And thanks for listening.